All right, all right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 87. Deuces. So, fellas, fellas, fellas. Uh, what's up? How are you? E, what's good, man? Ha, huh, man. Rough week at work um, this week, but you know what? Uh, all those fellas still got a job. You know what I'm saying? Still working out that hour work uh killing me man it's killing me but um at, at this point at least second string second string right i don't i wouldn't be a starter i'd probably come in on you know nickel or dime package but um <laughs> you know other than that man look man i'm you know happy to be here um and uh just ready for a good show and uh you know talk about some good stuff and and uh keep uh keep my brother's mentals you know straight you know give us that little bit of positivity going into the rest of the week absolutely absolutely cb it's good man hey um not even gonna lie i took a nap before the show um that's that's where i'm at right now um and like i'm looking forward to the weekend looking forward to be being able to sleep in um Looking forward to the fights this weekend. Um, yep. Big UFC fans. So uh, there's a stacked card on Saturday. And then it goes without saying, because we've been talking about it for a while. Super excited for uh, the movie that's on the horizon. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm refreshed from my nap and I'm ready to go. Bet, bet, bet. Superfly. Yeah, what's good, man? Just... Um... You know, day by day, getting uh, used to being able to live without stress. You know what I'm saying? And, and as much stress, it's been, you know, day after day, a little bit easier to do that. And also picking up some new, you know, some new knowledge, been digging into some books I posted on uh, social media. Also doing some um, some ancestry, uh, you know, uh, tracking down of, you know, family roots and stuff like that learning a lot of things I didn't know. So, you know, excited about that stuff. And, you know, I feel like I'm growing into the next chapter of my life. You know what I'm saying? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's up. Um, Yeah. So it's a lot to cover in a little bit of time. Um, CB mentioned uh, a movie that was on the horizon. Uh, Actually, I've never been shot dropped by a movie before. Uh, <laughs> but uh, right. definitely, yeah. So I will be staying up. My plan was to watch Coming to America tomorrow. Uh, and technically, it may be tomorrow by the time I actually get to it. But it released literally probably about an hour ago um, on Amazon. So because ignorant people like to ruin it on social media and assume that everybody watched it, the first when it when it came out, uh, I'm, I'll probably stay up and watch it tonight just so I won't get hit with any spoilers tomorrow. Um, hey, real yeah, quick, what's the, what's the spoiler window? Like, how long before is it before can, you can talk about it? I mean, now that it's, it's at it's at home, at least a week. You know, before the movie theaters, it, it would See, be, we were talking be, about doing a show on Sunday. Like, well, <laughs> just, that's the thing. You don't have to give spoilers. We can just give reviews on what how we thought. You know, was it did it did it meet our expectations? Was it you know was the bar set too high? So we can still talk about it without giving away you know key points. I mean, I'm intrigued. 
I feel like baseball, like you said, because we're at home now. It's like a 48-hour window now that you got to 48 hours. You yeah. think it's okay? I mean, it's... it's so it's Sunday we good then, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, we won't give away no spoilers. I mean, not that... I mean, not that it's probably much to spoil. It's probably not a mystery. The, the spoiler would be is, is it good? You know, was it worth the 30-plus year wait? I mean, I'm excited. You know, I had my... Like, oh, surprise. Guess what? Right. Arsenio and Eddie played all the characters. Like, is there an analog for this? Thirty years between movies. Can you think of anything that's that stretches like that? Like I think Godfather is probably about you know fifteen years, ten or fifteen years. But I don't remember Bad Boys. You know, yeah, that's Bad like Boys that's like twenty, uh, right? Not thirty. Like I, I got one, but it's not a movie. Uh, what was that? Um, Old Girl Freeze album from One Hundred Six and Park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they're getting ready to do like uh, like TV shows. Have That's how you know ideas are kind of running out. Like Reunions, TV shows, yeah. yeah. Like they bringing back Punky Brewster. They bringing back. Oh, they're doing also, a real world reunion. Also, I saw that the real world is coming back. The original cast, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're also in like this age of nostalgia. I ain't watch Power neither. Right? <laughs> <laughs> My bad, um, good. But yeah, like we're in this age of nostalgia right now. So it's like yeah. everything that I feel was cool for us when we were younger is like the newer generation. Like a lot of these kids, they're getting kind of just introduced to it because we keep talking about this stuff. And so right. um, I think that because a lot of brands and a lot of um, these companies have grown and maybe they haven't experienced the same type of success that they had like back in the day. I mean, we talk about Hollywood and them just retreading ideas over and over and over and over again. Like, you know, two of my favorite movie franchises of all time, and it's not because all the movies are great, but Star Wars, they didn't need to make the prequels or the new sequels. You know what I mean? But they're still able to make money off of it and everything. And uh, I don't remember the exact numbers, but Eddie got the bag from Amazon for Come to America, didn't he? Yeah, and you know what? The funny thing is, is probably a smart move. That at first we were like, we sold it to Amazon. But if you think about it, we're still in this, and we were, we're still in the same place we were when we heard that it was coming to the theaters in December. And then he sold it. And here we are in March after it got pushed back. In the same position, and now you know, yeah. see it at home. Um, I do miss the movie theater a little bit, just the pop the atmosphere. But you know, you can recreate right. that at home. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see. Just They've been doing make a lot some of press. popcorn and spill it all over your basement. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right, right there. At the movie <laughs> They've been doing a lot of press. I've seen the the press kits come out to like his celebrity friends. They got like uh, these big coming to America boxes with crowns and stuff in there. Um, and they actually, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it before we have, like if you're in the circle, you already seen it. So we'll see. Um, but with that, let's wrap. So I'm going to lead off with it. Let's just peel the bandaid off and let's just, let's get to it. Um, so this week, um, and Hebert, uh, a Nike executive, higher up. She's been in that position for 25 plus years. Um, step down. 
after a, a Business Week article was published about not her, but her son's uh, lucrative side, well, lucrative business. You can't even say side business because that's his mainstream income, his business. A 19-year-old kid named uh, Dustin Hebert, I believe. Um, and as as this is gonna be some sneakerhead talk for those who are watching, don't really know the game of sneakers. Um, so his mom is an exec at Nike. Like she's making probably marketing decisions, you know, a lot of a lot of intel decisions on releases and shoes and brand, whatever. Uh, but her son um, was is in the sport of buying sneakers for retail and reselling them at a higher price. But not just any sneakers, like he's buying the, the high the hard to get upper echelon sneakers. We're talking Jordans, we're talking Yeezys, um and a couple uh maybe one or two other type of shoes. But he was all it's been confirmed he was using a bot. You know, that us who are sneaker addicts, you know, every Saturday or so we get on sneakers app and we hope that we got or this morning, right? And we hope that we got a shot at a pair of exclusive kicks or hard to get kicks um, as a first line of defense. We hope we get it there for retail before it hits that secondary market, double the price. So depending on how, how hard the, the shoe is, um, but yeah. So and, and he's bought too, and that's what we compete against the sneakers. We there are people who have privy to bots, or they 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 use programs to pretty much scour the internet and and jump in line or whatever in front of everybody and they, they double the numbers of how many how much stock they get, whatever. So they can sell a hundred dollar, hundred ten dollar chunky donkey for fifteen hundred dollars. Something like that, right? Um so of this nineteen year old storage uh, facility. Now I recognize those boxes. That, that's definitely a Jordan box, right? <laughs> I, I recognize those um, off-white um, black fives. Definitely recognize those. We all recognize those. Yeah, and so the name you can look up the name of his business. I'm not. I'm not gonna add to the guy's sales but um yeah so business week had published an article saying that uh, a credit card of a hundred uh, came back to the mom with like a hundred thirty two thousand dollars worth of charges on the right um so i, I may you know I, i'm fact checking I, I read i read all this stuff so make sure i don't say anything wrong um uh, but they said that Ann made Nike aware of this last year, like when her son's business started taking off. She made Nike aware of it. And at the time, it wasn't an issue. Uh, in fact, they didn't ask her to step down. She stepped down on her own. I mean, at this point, it was, I don't want to speculate, but she did step down on her own. But fellas. You want to jump off? I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna jump all the way off. Uh, I, so, it, it's it's let me. It's a couple sides to this. The way I imagine it. First of all, I would like to say he's dumb as hell to, for even putting his mom in that in that situation. Um, 
regardless if she brought it to the table of the company or whatnot, like, you know, that just, and I, and I guess that's the true sneakerhead in me that, you know, you're doing this outside of, you know, what we would call the normal ramifications of a sneakerhead. Like I get you slanging and that's a hustle, but I feel like the code to that hustle is where you now kind of, you kind of step over that line where, you know, if anybody saw this little frail dude on the street, he getting beat up like on site. And it's because of him violating the code of the sneakerhead, right? I'm not saying that because, again, I'm old. Like, I, I'll call it I'm an old head, right, when it comes to – I don't resell my shoes. Every shoe that I bought is in my closet or it's in the storage unit or whatever. But I think that he 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 overstepped by doing the whole bot situation. I feel like if it's a hustle, clearly there's a market for it, so there's a way that you can do it. I mean, clearly back in the day, cats that can get their hands on two pair knew that they wore one, you sold the other pair. But it wasn't like I'm about to go buy a whole warehouse and and kind of like like make the market the way that it is. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like now you're starting to downgrade the market for the sneakerheads. Where at this point, I even made the comment: Hell, damn all the high high end shoes or like the the, the ones that everybody wants. I'm gonna be rocking these Air Mar these uh, Air Max ones for the rest of my life, and I, I'm about to start customizing and. It's like you now have to kind of create your own lane because you didn't realize like you see somebody with those shoes on and it's not that you hating, you just downgrade the situation because you know what's happening out there in the market, right? So that's my side of it. You know, whether she stepped down or, you know, she got that knock on the door and it was the dude with the security jacket on that was like, you know, we can either walk you out or, you know, how you want to do this. But yeah, to put his mom's in that situation. I know everybody's like, well, did she know? Clearly, you get a child. Well, again, we from a different, see, that's the other thing. See, I want to go dive into that. Because please believe that if there was a charge on somebody's mama's card that was over even a small dot. $30. They, <laughs> what did you buy? I told you no limit was. You still went over. Like, taxes, the whole, like, they on it. So, for her not to just be on some, oh, 100000 like, it's nothing. I mean, granted, that's the type of money they're getting. It's it's just bad. Like, I just, it put a, it put a bad taste in, this, in the game for me to the point where it almost kind of shuns you away from wanting to even, like, be a part of it. Like, that's just how real it is. You want to go real, It's the same thing that you just said. Like, it, it puts a bad taste in your mouth as the dudes that, you know, we were, we've, we've been in line, you know, we've stood in line, you know, early in the morning, you know, waiting, um, gates still down at the mall or whatever. They're just letting you in early because they know it's about to drop and everything. Like we've been there. So for us, the game now is just so different than what it was when we were kids. And it's, it's just fishy because like one, yeah, you're you're 19. And from what I read and Kaleo, correct me if I'm wrong from what you read, but I read that he basically he like willingly showed this bank statement because he was basically just backing up his claim of how much money they were making off of the business. And so that's how they linked it in. Like it was one of those things where yeah, some like this kid is they're going to you're going to get his name and you're going to eventually connect him to who his mom is right and 25 years at nike you know who know, and she's a woman you know what i mean like to 
to put that amount of work into a career and when we know that in basically any setting, it's harder for women in general. Um, you know, so now she's who knows what opportunity she has. She probably still has opportunities, but it's one of those things where from the sneaker standpoint, you're looking at him like, okay, this dude, all these, all these Nikes that we've been trying to get. And she was directly, she was involved in the sneakers app. Like that's something that I think needs to be brought up is that she was one of the executives that was involved with sneakers, the app that we're always complaining about, you know, because we rarely ever get dubs. So it's one of those things where it really just, we already hated resellers, right? Like, like it's one of those things where we, we promote wearing your kicks. Like even if they're grails, we've, we, we're the guys that promote like creating memories in these kicks. So that's what you have to talk about rather than just having them on some pedestal in the crib for everyone to look at. Like, you know, we're out, we're out there actually trying to, to wear them and stuff. And so it, it's one of those things where it does put a, a sour taste in your mouth. And it, it's one of those where I'm like, yeah, the, I, I'm not as inclined to enter into some of these raffles. I'm not as, you know, hard pressed to get, you know, everything like I, like I, I have been in the past. Now it's like, all right, you know what, if there's certain specific pairs that I want, maybe I'll just save up and bite the bullet, you know, and, and pay the resale if I really want them that badly. But to have a mom who's connected specifically to Nike, you're posting all these pics of all these Nike sneakers, you know, when you're reselling them, we already hated resellers to begin with because it's not like, that's like he said, we wear our kicks. It's not, it, it's one of those things where we might, we might flip them if we know, if we know we're not going to be giving them the, the love and affection that they deserve, you know, you pass, you pass them on. Like that's something that happens, but it, it's, it really just put a mark on the game. And honestly, because we know that there are some pretty hyped up Jordans that are dropping this weekend that, once all the L start rolling in, the memes are going to go off like you because we already know once the story came out, there was already a bunch of memes. And I know that the Internet is just going to have a field day this weekend because, you know, we kind of got some insight that it, and it feels like Nike's just ba been backdooring sneakers to this guy. And that makes us as consumers feel even worse about it, especially on the back of the trophy room situation. So it's just like, all right, well, us as the the casuals, as the everyday man, you know, we don't have a, we even have a chance. And the, the, old, the whole bot situation, everyone that's been trying to get these PS5s and the new Xboxes and everything, they had never dealt with this stuff before. And they've actually gotten a taste of what it feels like to jump into these queues on Best Buy or GameStop or whatever and to have these these consoles sell out instantly like wait what happens so, yeah us sneakerheads we've been dealing with that for years now and we all hate it like it's well, one people of those trying things. to get the vaccine <laughs> <laughs> yo it, it's crazy man and it, it like you like we were talking about it. like it just it really puts a, power, a sour taste in my mouth there ain't nothing dope about sitting in front of 50 pairs of uh you know what I'm saying? Rare or whatever you want to call them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot what they're, what, what, are, what's that shit called? Uh, what's that dude? The dude who does these off white. There ain't <laughs> shit dope about that. 
Like, it ain't never was dope. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. That's, you know what I'm saying? This is just an embarrassment of riches. You know what I mean? Anybody with, uh, you know, a black card can do the same thing. This is, you're not special. You know what I'm saying? And this, and that's what people got to be clear on, man. And secondly, like, you know, it's a, it is a, you know, I, I first, I, you brought this up a little bit, CB. I don't think we know whether or not Nike was backdooring these or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just because there's a paper trail doesn't mean they wasn't okay with it. And they've been working on the scarcity model for, you know, over a decade now, right? So, like, you know, I feel like there needs to be more investigation, um, you know, beyond what's been done. But then on top of that, it's just like, you know, this is not, you know, what we here for. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, that's some other shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, all they did was just devalue the the dopeness that was there in the first place. You know what I mean? And and I think most people are going to be on to the next. And, you know what I'm saying? Trying to do something else that, because people just, you know, they, they fuck it up. And, and a couple of things that I, I saw um, as people responding to this, you know, well-known sneakerheads that work for various different websites or whatever. A couple of them are posing questions as, you know, you know, bot. We already know that competing against the bot is the issue, right? Do you make the bot illegal? I mean, because at the end of the day, these companies, Nike, Adidas, whatever, they're still getting the sales. You know, it's just the consumer who's not getting what they want. Again, at this point, it makes that shoe that much harder to get, right? So, oh, okay, now, you know, when a bot takes, so I, I didn't realize, I mean, to, for a bot to work, I mean, I, I, I was under the assumption that it would it dumped you in line, right? It, it gets you some of those algorithms to, to hit on sneakers, but does it get, I didn't realize that a bot could get you that, that much inventory. Yeah, I mean, it's just literally right. automatically add to cart. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Millions and millions of times per second, you know what I'm saying? Or right. per minute. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at it, how fast, and you're talking about computers, so you know you got some homies set up to where they all online, they got two, three <laughs> between each other. It's easy for them to, you can you can almost get you at least a few hundred in no time with just four or five of your homeboys that clearly 19 years old and just sit there and just bam, bam, bam. Like, Dude, beyond that, now you got cloud computing. So you can set up yeah. a server or yep. you can set up several yep. servers and they and, and some autom- some scripts and it's all automated. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You're not even like, Back in the day, it was a thing where, yeah, you get what you get your boys. Y'all all got 10 tabs up on the browser and everyone's hitting, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Add the cart. Like, nah, yeah. this is some some other right. shit now. Yeah. Yeah, Gen Z, right? Whatever they are. Well, yeah, um, even with that, with the server, because like I said, I mean, with us with the firm and all with the server stuff, with, with the especially when you talk about cloud and global and stuff like that, you're literally once that script is written, it's hard to beat that. All you're doing is just really the maintenance is to make sure that the script is as strong as it was when you did it before. And that's mm-hmm. monetizing. Like when you go in there and create another one, just to see that you get the same amount of input out when you do it. So that when these hard drops come out, for these type of shoes, they already know like how much they're going to get off of that, that one, that one, you know, that one push the button. So. Do you feel like I'm mean, the, the culture of, being a sneakerhead is always the chase, right? It's always got to have the most rarest, 
you know, sometimes they can be, you know, doesn't even matter if they're in good condition, top quality, you know, they can be beat up because I've seen a pair of Jordan 1s that were dogged go for thousands and thousands of dollars, right? I mean, it's just imagine the, so as the point of having like the original or not. Some, some collectors are, have the shoe, some collectors go for the history of the shoe. And I think, like I said, the chase behind it is what makes you the sneaker. It's, it's the hard to get thing. So I remember getting up at five o'clock in the morning, you know, me and a couple guys and going to, we staking out the night before, which, which shopping center we're going to hit as far as stand out at the door, standing at the door for like three or four hours for the store to open. Right. And so I remember, I remember that. And that was the, the feeling of being a sick. Now, like, all that's taken. I remember going to Delaware with E. <laughs> I remember going to Delaware with getting up to go get the Olympic sixes. I remember going to Delaware with E. And I mean, and one, that was a great road trip. We just we just cruised, man. It was just, I mean, it was a great bonding trip. And we got there. I mean, and that's at that point when they had started the, the standing line just to get the raffle ticket. Like, you know, the, the evolution of getting these sneakers ha- yep. has been crazy. Um, but yeah, to to have these bots, it takes away from the from the, the sneakerhead culture for and most people who are botting, let's be honest, they're in it for the reason. See, like for me, I think I'm not really the sneakerhead. I'm more just about being fresh. See, Noah know what it is right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm more about just it's a whole outfit, like it's a whole like look and wardrobe that you're going after, not necessarily the shoe. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody can buy a shoe, but it's like what you do with it after that. You know what I'm saying? That makes it dope, you know, or the reason why you wearing the story. You know what I'm saying? That's to me more important than even the shoe itself. Well, that's the nostalgia. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that's the the nostalgia about it. Right. So like when we talk about the different shoes, like the story, right? Like the fact is like there's like. And what we call like the holy grails or like what we would consider our top ones that we're searching for that when they come out, everybody has them. And it's because you have the story that goes behind it or what it is that you feel for that shoe. Like clearly all my, you know, the Bel Air 5s pops you online. If you hear me, the Bel Air 5s size nine or the, you know, the Kobe Grinches size nine, just in case you hear me again, you know, <laughs> all of them. Double up. <laughs> right. But like, those are the ones, like you said, I think that's, because you have a story behind it. I mean, we've we've heard even, you know, our generation say that the the new generation killed it for us because we rocked the Jays because of watching him play, uh remembering where we were when, you know, when, when he was playing the game he played. I want to be like Mike. Or even that year, you'd be like, yo, 95 was the shit. And you just remember all the drops in 95 and like the different shoes that came out. They just getting it because they see that we hyping it up and it's like all of a sudden I guess that's the cool. Like they don't have nothing for themselves. And that's the bad part. Because really, if you think about it, the hype from the, the sneakerheads are coming from our generation. That that's just where it's at. Cause that's where it really hit. And now it's being watered down by kids that are just like, oh, I see somebody else. So that's why I won. When that wasn't the reason why we was grabbing the shoe in the first place. I mean, just think about it. The Concords are our generation, right? And that shoe will go down. Well, the eleven silhouette in general go down as like we made that shoe. You know, Mike Mike Ward. We were in awe of it because first of all, it was 
it was totally against the colorway of what the Chicago Bulls were wearing for the most part, right? And it was the first, like, we saw patent leather. Like, the shoe was just, when you saw it, it was like Dorothy's red shoes and Wizard of Oz, right? You just, they were just different. And we made that shoe. And that's why the, like, every time the Concord comes out, it will always be something behind it, no matter if you have a pair already. It's just what it means. And a lot of people who haven't even seen Jordan play were alive when the Congress really dropped. They're they're feeding off of what we know. They're taking it and then they're they're flipping it. Real quick, did Jordan make the Concord tight or did AI make the Concord what it is? To me, I think it's AI because Georgetown? he was rocking it at Georgetown in the NCAA tournament and was the was oh. was was setting culture. You know what I'm saying? Like I even more so than MJ. You know, that might be blasphemy, but I think that's I think that's what happened. I forgot you gotta, you got, you gotta give AI some credit. You got I forgot Georgetown had those too. And um in fact I think the Georgetown threes come out this year. See those I are mean, a couple months. know what it is man. I think yeah. that I think that's mm. close to I'm gonna let C B because I know you was trying to say something but real quick don't like I think that's coastal right because when I remember that initial drop came out Again, where I was at, and even playing ball, like traveling ball, AAU, like we saw that when we when we saw the Jordan, you know, when he stepped on the court, and everybody was like, "What the hell are those?" Like, because at that point, everybody was still mm-hmm. like, "What was he gonna wear?" Right. Once we saw it, and then that was also the year that Scotty had his shoes. So, like the whole sneaker game, when the when the patent leathers came out, was everybody who was somebody on the court that you was, I mean, from the Jason kids to the Gary Payton, like all of them around that time. You were stalking the, 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 you know, when the game was on just to get a picture. I still remember to this day recording games on some VHS trying to rewind it to see what they look like because you knew the East Bay. And we had poor TV. Like, <laughs> like you couldn't really tell what they was. You just had to guess. <laughs> okay. But, the East, right. the East Bay wasn't coming out for like at least exactly. like three weeks. So you knew you wasn't going to see him until the East Bay came out. Like, yep. that's where we were at. That's the true sneakerhead. Of when you saw him in the East Bay, like, oh, them hoes is hard. You saw the 149.99, and he was like, okay, like I know what I, I know I gotta hop on East. Let me go get this money order and (laughs) and send it to East Bay. That's what it was. It's funny because you think about it, literally, uh, the the majority of the hyped up products are the stuff that are that came out in our generation. Like you think about, there's we're talking about dunks we're talking about the jordans one through 14 or whatever like are like the new performance jays that are out those aren't going those aren't selling out and then going for crazy amounts online you know what i mean it's when the, the like when these cool gray 11s come back in december like it's gonna be a shit show like we know that it's gonna be crazy we know that there's maybe some people in in the chat that hold those very near and dear to their heart extra special um but it's one of those things where literally like you were talking about like that was these are things that are part of our childhood or or like they were an integral part of our life growing up and so a lot of these resellers these days these aren't guys that are our age you know what i mean like the guys our age are opening up actual shops and they're managing sneaker stores or skate shops or something like that. And they're doing it that way. It's that's not 19, 20 year old kids that are just 
collect getting all the pairs so that they can just flip them because they know, like we were talking about, that we're going to buy them. And one of the things that I think is funny to point out is that a lot of like the sneaker guys that I follow on YouTube, um, like one of the dudes was bringing up because the sneaker dudes on on YouTube and everything, they might get sent stuff too, but still at the same same deal. They hate resellers the same way. And they talk about how, you know, it's really the brands that are missing out on this money. It, because say they're selling these dunks for $110, but they could be selling them for 400 bucks, or they could just be making the right amount of stock so that everybody gets a pair. It's really the brands that are missing out on some profit margin, unless there's some way that they're getting a kick. So it just seems like not enough is being done to villainize these people that we feel like should be villainized. And you know, at the end of the day, we still want to feel like we have a fair shot, whether that's in life, whether that's in sneakers. Everyone just wants to feel like they got a fair shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, they're getting a the kickback, man. Like when Napster came out, uh, they've got the fucking federal government to shut that shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. the Internet is not like some like end all be all can get away with everything. You know what I'm saying? They came. They coming after Facebook now. They coming out to Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like they, the the Nike and Adidas are winning off of the resellers. You know what I'm saying? Like make no mistake about it. Um, wanna before we jump into the the deuces portion of the show, because you know a couple people want to know. I mean, I, I put a post out there uh, about some true shit, and a lot of people want to know what the deuces means. Um, but before we get to that, let's do um do this one. Saw this one this morning. Um, so Square and uh, Title uh, are pretty much umbrellaed now. Uh, Jay Z has sold majority majority shares. He still owns stock in Title. He's not completely gone, but he has sold sold the majority shares of Title to um, guy who owns Jack Square, Wilson. who's also yeah, who also owns Twitter. Uh, and Hove cashed in for. Two hundred ninety-seven million dollars. All right. He had a hell of a first quarter. That part. That part. Because right? he also stole Ace of Spades a couple yep. weeks ago. Yep. <laughs> we didn't talk about that, but yeah, he, I mean, that's the business, man. Yeah, and, and I, I'm wondering, you know, whole I mean, Hove is cashing out big time, right? So, is there something else in the pipe? Well, we don't know. I mean, Hove always is on to the next one. No pun intended. But it's just like. You know, the questions I first, I first had now I have answers to, you know, what's what's going to happen to Tidal? Because Tidal was the first music streaming service owned by the artists, right? Uh, so apparently Hove is going to go and um, he's going to join the board of directors of Square. So, I mean, he's still going to have a say no matter what. I mean, it's his baby. And the artists will still own the portion of Tidal. So, like, no one is really losing Except, I mean, Jay is just selling his majority shares for two hundred ninety-seven million dollars, and apparently the plan the the plan has always been for the artists and independent artists to be have a platform to put their music out. So apparently, this is going to be the project. This is going to help put that in in place to get independent artists have their have a platform for their for their stuff. So. 
Um, we'll go around. You guys got anything about say about that? Yo, the the data that's about to coalesce or mix mix and mingle out of this is going to be crazy. And and be ready for title to become you know a Netflix, a Amazon, like a player beyond just music. Um, and that that's what's happening next. You know what I'm saying? That's what this is all about. You know, you you should never think of this as, you know, this is a streaming service. This is not a stream. It's not this is not built to give us music. It's built to for us to give it data. You know what I'm saying? And when you start marrying payment data with content data, that becomes really powerful. So, you know what I mean? Just 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 why I think this is you're going to see more of these financial companies trying to partner up with these content streaming companies in the future and i think it's just a brilliant move by hove to have a foresight you know and and jack to you know them to make that deal happen so in his business so so what is square can someone break that down for people who aren't aware yeah square is a payment um it originally is a payment uh i guess method if you will you know they have a little device that plugs into a cell phone or an ipad you can receive payments via credit card uh square also owns cash app um oh, i didn't so, know that yeah it's a so it's a it's you know a method of electronic payment essentially mm -hmm. but the the data they have you know what i mean the amount think about all the transactions you're gonna you're you're getting off of square you know and square does more than just the payments through you know those devices they also have you know um point of sale on websites so you know what i mean just the the the, the collection of data where people are shopping plus what people are consuming when you think about putting ads on those uh platforms is is super powerful man yeah point of sale right exactly yeah the uh the piece of that also um, if you look at, remember where Cash App initially started and where it's at now, the, how big of a, a drop was it to throw out that notification that you can start buying stocks off of Cash App, right? So that what uh, I'm saying is and Bitcoin, right. right? So you look if you look at it like you said at the end of the day, anybody who knows anything about financials knows that that data is is data entry or data period is more lucrative than cash itself because you're able to, to fluidly push out anything you want to all this data and you really don't even have an expectation of what's coming back because <laughs> everything that comes that way, you know, go pushes it out. You give it new streams of where you can start spending your money at, you know what I mean? And that's where it's all about. It's your data. Um, the thing with that though, with Hove, that whole cannabis situation is really where he bought the dive his money into. You talk about over the the amount of money that he just that he cashed out from title is 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 actually low man money on the on the cannabis side when you talk about in the legal areas, right? And I think him wanting to have the minorities have their small businesses so that you you got these states that are kicking the you know the crime off the you know off the off their books. Clearly, you know, these cats can do math. Clearly, you know, they know how to use a scale. <laughs> and what are they going to be using to sell? <laughs> Square. Right. That's what it's, all, it's all set up. like, And that's what I said. You, you look at it, you know, again, um, 
you 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 value anybody in the game or just anybody in general who has a chess snake in mind know that it's for the long run and not just you know i'm gonna do this one thing where you know the the young white boy that we was talking about he was making checkers you know what i'm saying whole playing you know chess moves so right exactly what pops is saying right there absolutely we already know yep trying to lead you yep. to the the next sale you know yeah and that's that's the beauty yep. of finance because it's very um forecastable you know what i'm saying it's currency it moves like this it's not erratic and you know what i'm saying all over the place and you can predict things from it that alongside with the data is just powerful mm -hmm. yep. Yep. um so for those who are watching i uh, want to thank you for watching uh if you haven't like and subscribe to the youtube channel um so yeah let's just get into um while we're here tonight right uh deuces so i named the show deuces because I think it's been a rough year for most, for everyone. I mean, especially, you know, us four right here. Um, you know, and I think that the way things are going, you know, you, you have to say goodbye, right? You have to, I don't know if you, if, if it's calling in it on a high note or where, where we're at with it, but coronavirus. I guess we got to say goodbye to it, right? We got to give the deuces to COVID because people are out here partying like it's 1999 or January 2020, right. December 2019. We was partying and, hard during that time. <laughs> <and> <laughs> trap trivia was like, lit. It's Yo. like COVID is gone. Like, you know, we, we got to say goodbye to COVID. I mean, I, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to jump right back into the to the last rap that I have because this right here, Texas Governor, um, what's his name? Greg Abbott, Gregory yeah. Abbott. Um, he opened Texas back up. Everything's open 100%. No mass mandatories. You know, you can just do whatever you want, spread your, your COVID 19 however you want it, right? Um, and I don't know, you know, maybe Texas has, knows something we don't know. But last time I checked, you know, well, I guess I can't really check anymore because my, my source used to be the news telling me how many deaths we had, you know, from coronavirus to, you know, or Larry Hogan or whoever's governor telling you what phase we were in. I used to get that daily. Oh, you know, we're still in phase one, phase two, phase three, you know. I can't even tell you what phase Maryland is in. I mean, I could look it up probably. probably one C, then one C. I'm I've been trying to track it for my parents, so okay, I know that. That's but like, it's just like it used to be. We were beat over the head for a year. Stay inside. Oh, this is the force mandatory. Wear your mask. And it's like it's not there anymore. Ready to go. Yeah, and there's the number. Where'd it go? I mean, obviously, it didn't have it going anywhere. I mean, it was just 500,000, what, last week, week before last, now it's at 519. So before I, I, I keep going, I know there's, there's three other guys that they may have to put to say about this. You got the CV, go ahead. Yeah, I think that, and we've talked about this going on however long. Um, 
like the it's so politicized like the whole coronavirus covid stuff at this point like it's it's wild because abbott comes out says that they're opening stuff back up and then literally gets like starts to say something about how the democrats are allowing uh they're going to be allowing like illegal immigrants or something into texas it's going to be putting their people at risk for corona and it's like um nah bro i think you taking away the mask mandate and saying everything can just open up on its own like as it was before i think that's actually going to be the the thing that's putting the people of texas at risk for COVID-19 and coronavirus. Like it's so, you know, it can't be both ways. You can't just be saying, oh, yep, business is good. Let's just go and then be like, oh no, but but because of this. So it, it's just like, th things don't just magically disappear like this. You know what I mean? Like stuff is still happening. People are still dying. And it really, you think about it on the world scale, we're still not doing great compared to other countries. Like you look at like a country like New Zealand, they have five people in the country that get COVID and they like shut everything down because they've been basically back open. Like it's been crazy. If you go, if you live in New Zealand and like say you, you fly out somewhere and you come back, it's like a mandatory two week quarantine in a hotel. Like they have these really strict enforced rules, which has allowed them to basically get back to what living was like before shutdowns happened. And obviously us here, that's not been the case because, you know, people are doing whatever they want because we're, we're Americans. We don't like being told what to do. Nah, nah, you just don't like having certain people tell you what to do. And you just, so it's real, like it, it's a dangerous thing because for the people of Texas, the businesses there, that are still going to be enforcing everything. Like Alamo Draft House came out and said that it doesn't matter what state it is. If there's an Alamo Draft House there, they're going not by what politicians are saying, they're going by what doctors and the research and the science is saying. So those people, they're still gonna be requiring people to be masked up, people to be social distanced, all that, right? So in Texas now, you're gonna have businesses that are gonna be sticking to their guns of no, we're, we're listening to the science, we're listening to the doctors and everything. And then you're gonna have some of these assholes coming in there being like, well, well, there's no statewide mandate now, you gotta give me my Starbucks or whatever, you know? And it's gonna be putting them in harm because we've already had stories of people, you know, that are still working in, in, the, in the industries where they're getting like beat up or shot and stuff because of altercations of, you know, turning people away from wearing masks and all that. So. There, it's real like it's opening up a lot of potential shit. Like it's 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 gonna it really has the potential to be even more dangerous. Hopefully they learn from two weeks ago when the whole <laughs> damn state was, you know what I'm saying, damn frozen movie and their pipes was bursting, walls was leaking water. You know what I'm saying? Your government does not give a fuck about you. Like, and if they don't overturn the administration you're gonna be in the same damn boat you was in before like this is that should be all crystal clear to texans right now i feel like maybe that's just me though i don't, I don't know funny enough i uh 
outside of Texas, because I mean, I went to school there, and they they no no different from any other state. I feel like because of how large the state is, they have that flex of we do whatever we want to do. Like you know, let, tell us what we not gonna do, and we gonna do the opposite. But interesting enough, uh, Mississippi as well. And the reason why I was kind of tracking that one was because you know Dion's coaching out there. You know how now the state has this, but at the same time, you know. Dion kind of, you know, he's a listen to the science type guy. You know what I mean? He's like, let's look at the numbers. Rightfully so, you know, players is probably, he's still going to probably make his players wear the mask. And I think it's going to set that precedence of, you know, I care for your kid more than, you know, than what the state is allowing just to, for them to go out and play ball. Which, again, now, you know, really at the end of the day to kind of make it short, it's going to, it's really going to identify who really gives a damn and who doesn't. Right. And I'm, so we already have people out here who conspiracy theorists, right? You know, you know they Trump was supposed to be put back in office today, according to some, you know, conspiracy theories. But this is where I start to play. Uh, this involves the vaccine, right? So I've heard a lot of people's thinking, and it's not conspiracy. This is actually people thinking ways of thinking. Um, I don't need to get the vaccine if you got it. You're you're good. So I don't care how I am, but I'm I'm with as long as I'm around you and I know you got the vaccine, you're good. I don't need to get it. Right? What kind what kind of logic is that, right? Um and then I've heard um but Wendy Williams came out yesterday, her her logic is she doesn't trust it, right? She's not gonna get the vaccine because she doesn't trust it. And that okay, that's fine. I know people who don't trust it help. I don't trust it yet either. I know in my mind, I, well, I know I do want to get it. By the time it gets around to me, there will be some more research or I can do more research and see what some of these effects are. But yes, I do want to get it. But there are people who, who are not going to get it because they think that it's the government putting a chip in your in your DNA. So when the, the 5G goes live, you're under control. No. And but I'm they serious. got an Instagram account and Cash App, and they said this on social yeah. media, Facebook, and Twitter, and you know what I'm saying. They're giving up their data willingly. You know what I'm saying. Posting for selfies, and you know, Getting on sneakers apps. Exactly. Right. Like you worried about the government, right? Um, Let me go on mute. <laughs> so. I can't think of any logical reason not to not to get it right when it, when my turn comes. But when it, when time comes, are you guys? I know we discussed this before, but since we're on the vaccine, you know, is there any concern that anything that will hold you back from getting it right away? Yeah, it's still not enough. It it's still not enough. Like, and I know everybody like again puts you like this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I put it to you like this. I mean, everybody can have their opinion, and I value your opinion. Whatever you want to do, it's Absolutely. about you, your family, whoever you're around. Um, even, you know, I've had the conversation with the folks, you know, and, and how they feel about it. But at the end of the day, for me, um, I'm not I'm not really running to it, even if my time comes. Um, there, there's, for it to be as bad as it was, even though they kind of, 
boiled it down to whatever you can get. I mean, clearly death is a thing. No different from the flu, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm not getting the shit because I just I, I need some more science behind it. And and clearly when you go into that 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 notion, I think we were just um, matter of fact, me and the IT team was just joking about it. How everybody was using baby powder. All of a sudden, was like, damn, like you might have cancer because you was using the Johnson and Johnson baby powder. And everybody's like, well, yeah, but look how long ago that was when cats was using it and then at what level. So it's like you already know about 15 years from now, we all going to be looking on the, on the TV talking about, you know, uh, did you take the vaccine during such and such, such and such? If you did, go ahead and call us. You might be entitled for a class action lawsuit. Like, Hey, E-Rich, so what, what what's probably going to happen is that they're going to tie whether or not you've gotten a vaccine to your ability to travel and move. So here's, Does that change your disease, the value proposition? No, so listen, with that, even with that, though, right? Because really, if you, if I, I think the, the real majority of it is it's the kids, right? And the reason why I say, even though they really don't get <laughs> Damn about them. Think about this. What do your kids have to have before they go to school? Yep. They got to have They have them before they what? leave the hospital. Hold on, but what? But yeah. wait, no. Other than going to the hospital, but when you get to a certain age, and depending on what it is, though, there's certain ones where, and here's the thing. This is why, now this is our generation talking, right? Lo and behold, what do these kids not get that we used to, that was the thing that we would get? Chicken pox, right? Because they made so all of a sudden whether it was a vaccine for it or whether they just it's just not around based upon whatever they came up with. Right. But then it was like that whole thing with the autism and all that other shit. So here's my here's my plan or here's my thinking. How is it that you can determine which ones I need to go into a certain place when then you still got private schools that don't even that won't you don't even have to do all of that. So you're saying travel wise, if that's the case. No different from when you go to, I think Pops even made, you know, made it mention when you go to like Africa or you go to a certain one, there's certain vaccines you have to get. That's mandatory for you to go there. But now as far as travel, because then how are you going to show to everybody else that these people have already had those? Yeah. So that's why they have like that real ID. They've come, well, at least they rolled that out in Maryland like that. And that's yep. one of the methods they're going to use in being able to tie whether or not you got a vaccine to your passport. <clears throat> but so Mac, i mean i'm just saying they're gonna they're probably gonna be doing that under the guise of safety no i get that but the vaccine okay so the other thing with that is you have a pre-existing condition that's your that's your own doctor right says says what i don't really support you getting a vaccine because of something that you already have and we don't know what's behind it right so now what you rolling around with the doctor's note because you ain't got to get it like nah, you ain't going to be able to travel. I'm, you know, they're going to or go to the football game. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be it's going to be a lot of restrictions. I think once once the vaccine is widely available and people start refusing to take it and that's going to be. And if you notice the people who have issues with it, rightfully so, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying that that is also going to be used as a weapon in your freedoms. You know what I'm saying? They're just that that's just what it's going to be. So at some point you got to you know figure out whether or not you willing to 
um, live without those things because that's probably what the next move is going to be. I feel you, but I also don't like the fact that there's four different companies out there that give you the damn vaccine that you just like one is uh, th- that was 60. Yeah, I got a problem with that, too. Like the that different one. rates and then Fauci is just like, take whatever one you can get. I'm like, time out. You gave us the information <laughs> to tell us which ones are effective. And then you're going to tell me you're going to insult me by telling me I should take the first one I can get. I want the one that's most effective. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, those things don't add up. And really you should prioritize the ones that are least effective in the communities that have access to the best health care, because those are the people that are going to have the best outcomes regardless, but they don't want to do that because that's inefficient. You know what I'm saying? And, and guess what? Guess who has the worst outcomes and are least likely to take the vaccine? Absolutely. Very good point. Very good point. Um, let me clarify. I am getting the shot. When it rolls around to me, so I didn't sit here and say I wasn't getting it. I said I need, I want, I would love. By the time it gets to me, more, we will know more than what we know today, because uh, there have been rollouts before getting to me. I probably won't get mine to the summer. That's probably when it when it roll out to me. But I'm just saying, and then and I can see people's concerns about not wanting to get it. You know, some there are some religions you know, that don't believe in, you know, vaccines or shots or needles and stuff like that. I get that. Um, but like you said, that there there are going to be ways, government regulates everything, right? They're, they are rolling out this shot and mass number, this vaccine and mass numbers. They're going to find a way to figure out who has and who doesn't have it. And then they're going to be, I mean, you're going to have your right to, to choose yay or nay to get it or not. But, you know, I they will know, and I don't think you said that they will probably affect traveling. Um, and and who knows? I mean, it could boil down the concerts too. I mean, at a certain point, they're gonna, you're gonna, they're gonna start scanning IDs. I mean, they know everything else. There's gonna be something so they can figure out who is who and you know what's going on. Yeah, I got I money totally... to make. I'm trying to get out in the world, man. <laughs> right. I think that it's. I understand a lot of the concern because we think about how long it normally takes a vaccine to come out, right? Normally it's like years of trials and all this stuff. And we're getting these joints pushed out faster than any other vaccine that I've heard about in my lifetime for something like this. Right. And like, we don't know yet all of maybe the potential side effects and some of that. So for some of them, you hear about uh, there could be um, like issues like being able to have children and stuff like that. So maybe that's going to be playing into certain people's decisions and all that. Um, I think that if people are going to make the conscious decision to not get it, that they should that, you know, those people need to at least be doing their part to. Be, still be trying to keep other people safe, you know, being masked up, being respectful of people's social distance and stuff. Because the way that I, someone made this point early on when in quarantine and it stuck with me just because um, this is the type of situation that can affect any of us. But for the people that say, oh, I don't need to get it because you got it. That doesn't mean that you have the right to be reckless because it's the exact same thing as like, well, 
it doesn't matter if I'm drunk driving. If everyone else is not drunk driving, then, you know, they'll be all right. When it's like, nah, dog, like you're you the know. one that's putting people at risk. So, so just because you're not going to get it, that doesn't mean that because, you know, yeah, if people are like, all right, yeah, cool. I don't need to go anywhere or whatever. I don't need to travel out of the country. I don't need to go this and that or whatever. So they're like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Well, still be the the better person and at least be doing what you can because that doesn't it shouldn't be this one way or the other where it's like either you're getting it or you're just cavalier and you're just out here like it's the wild west you know what i mean so it's one of those situations where i personally would love to have more information come out i would love to see more research i would love for fossey to be coming out and saying yeah this one that's the one that's actually the one that's gotten the best results in trials, blah, blah, blah. You know, I would love for that. And so it's one of those things where, yeah, eventually when it's my turn, I know that, like I said, like you guys all know, I just became an uncle. My sister is a huge germaphobe and she works in the school system. So she has the access to be able to get it early. And, you know, like, not everybody does, but if I want to see my niece, it might come down to, yeah, you, it's either, yeah, you're getting it or for however long I'm going to always have to be masked up or I'm not going to be able to have skin to skin, you know, I'm not gonna be able to have like skin to skin contact with her. Like I got to have gloves on if I'm holding her or whatever, you know? So, um, I think that each individual is going to have that decision to make, like, you know, in terms of the way that you live your life, are you comfortable with, the facts that we have out on it. And at the end of the day, we all still need to be doing whatever we can to try to keep the people around us safe. You know what I mean? Man, it was reported that Trump got the vaccine in January and he had COVID. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and forget some of, they're saying like for some of them, it's like, oh, well, it's not that you won't be completely resistant to it but if you get it it won't be that bad or, or like you won't be able to transmit it as easily or something like that which you know if they're all different wouldn't you want to know which one of those you're you're actually getting and what it's supposed to actually do you know so it's like i understand some of the apprehension um especially when uh you know there there are large groups of people that historically they're not for the vaccines. Like it, it is what it is, but we still, as a society, the reason why we're still at where we're at in 2021 is because people aren't respecting other people at all. You know what I mean? Like it's still the, Oh, well, you know, if I wear gloves and use hand sanitizer, it tears my hands up. I'm like, come on, bro. Like be real. <laughs> yeah. No, I, again, you know, it, it's one of those things. Let's, let's just make it clear. I'm for getting it, knowing that it is for the protection of even others, right? Minus even myself, if I if, if I choose to neglect myself, but it's really for others. Um, but again, the science behind it, when you get into the person who's asymptomatic, who might not have the symptoms, but still can transmit the shit, but also just by taking the fucking vaccine don't mean that you can't get it or you can't get it again. I feel like it's the same way with the flu, though, right? I don't know. They say, well, you don't die from the flu. Yes, motherfuckers do die from the flu. 
But just because y'all get the flu vaccine doesn't mean that y'all can't give the flu to somebody else because you can still get it. So, again, that's why I said that piece of at the end of the day, I'm looking for the vaccine that has the best percentage based upon what the science said that it does for you and for the people that you are around. So that's what it comes to at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that this knowing that the vaccine is out, right? Has has given a whole never another. It's it's, it's given an excuse because there's COVID fatigue has has already existed. There, there's some who quarantined. There's some who didn't quarantine. There's some who quarantined little, but then there's some you know who just they have you know they they can't they can't stand it anymore and they're out living like again like it's January 2020. Right? And I, and I think that the knowledge of the vaccine. And that it, the rollout is there is is a dangerous process. Is, is a, it's a dangerous subject because it's giving these people who are ready to go out and start living their best life again an excuse to go out. Like I'm gonna go out. I can do whatever I want to. There's a vaccine out here now. Like we're sa- I'm safe. And that's what I see on my social media. I saw at a at a place that you and I uh, CB have gone to, one of our favorite hookah spots. You know, they're out here, actually both of them, promoting parties. And last night, a, a well-known worldwide local DJ threw a party there. He also has the afternoon show on 93.9 and 92.3. You can figure it out from there. Had a party there last night. And it was, I mean, it was packed. Like, and, and I'm guaranteeing you, I could tell by the age range that's in there. I'm a, I even if it wasn't ninety five percent of those people hadn't been vaccinated vaccinated yet. I'm I'm, I'm just guaranteeing that there's no way in the world everybody in that room had been vaccinated. Maybe three, maybe four, but I'm just saying you're, you're having these big super spreaders and just living like oh there's a vaccine available. So you know if I get sick I'm gonna go to the hospital or move down just get the vaccine early. That's that's a dangerous thought process because again. And I've shown you the numbers, but Superfly just showed us a number of 519,000. And Pops in the chat just said the numbers are still at 1,000 a day. Shout out to the All-Star Weekend that's about to happen. Right. Right. Not to be stupid in the A. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's go for some of these. That's real. Yep. yep. Americans don't like being inconvenienced. Like that's really well, that's really what it comes down to. Is, let's boil, you know, let's, we have this. Let's boil like it down this, to you know idea that we can just do whatever. Yeah. And let's boil it down to we are arrogant. We think we're we 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 Best take the world. Point. Exactly. We can't take any L's. What are you talking about? We've been so. And I, and I, and I, think, I think that's that, what I think that I think is what you said, E. Like there's see, there's a couple different things going on. You got the anti-mask people who want to do whatever they want. You got the people that is out and about black people. You know what I'm saying? That's just like yo, I'm I'm sure anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do I got? I I can get this at any time. What do I got to lose? You know what I'm saying? Even if I do go in the hospital, I'm young, so I should be able to get out 
and be all right. So they're just willing to risk it. Exactly. I mean, they just it's had just, there was a kid at Clemson, a football player. So you think a collegiate D one athlete, scholarship athlete at you know one of the top football programs in the country? You would think that that's the exact profile of someone who can would be able to deal with it, right? This kid had to retire from football at nineteen because of complications from COVID, like. We know that, yeah, depending on these statistics, you're less likely, more likely, you know, to have a good experience or a bad experience on it. It could be deadlier for these people, you know, not as deadly for these other people. But, you know, we still got to it's like we're talking about. It's just trying to keep the people around us safe. You know what I mean? Like. So it's one of those situations where it, it's tough. Like this isn't going to be one of those, it, like most issues, it's not going to be one of those things where you're going to be able to get everybody on the same side. Like it's just not how, it's just not how we roll here in this country at all. Everyone likes to have their own opinion. Um, just open up Twitter uh, and anyone that has thumbs is going to be on there. Just tap, 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 tapping away, saying whatever they want. Right. Doing whatever they want. Right. I mean, I think we're in a society where I'm not going to go back. I mean, I'm once once I'm vac- vaccinated, I will still wear a mask for a while. Like you know, you you still have to be smart. You're not immune. You know, be smart about it. Everybody make. I mean, people going to make their own choice regardless. But you know, just think about others after you make your decision. Masks are uh, part of the fit now. Exactly. So. I'm intrigued by this one. Um, for those who are watching, uh, this is where E gives his opinion on something unpopular sometimes. Um, this one, but yeah, let's let's go. This one's going left for everybody today. I'm I'm already knowing right now. I'm, it's going left. Um, but uh, C, uh, CB, actually, uh, you helped me with the segue into this, which you started off the uh, podcast telling everybody. Uh, what you had um, divulged in before the podcast, which was a nap, right? And as as adults, we uh, we take naps very seriously, and uh, how uh, it really helps us maintain when we get them. Uh, but is it just me, or the best nap that you ever got was on the on the cot from when you was a kid, like the knocked out just. After the graham cracker, the, the apple juice, whatever you got, that cot is everything. And that was the best nap that you've ever had. Now, I know we all got beds and king size this and all these, you know, but that, that cot knocked you out immediately after recess. <laughs> it's, uh, it's either the cot or whatever couch it was coming home from from school or wherever it was like, I don't, I don't know why, cause this still happens to me and I don't, and I want to believe it's not just because I'm getting up there in age, but it's easier for me to pass out on my couch downstairs than it is for me to fall asleep in my bed upstairs. Like it doesn't make sense. How many, how many days a week am I waking up just like, Oh shit, it's 2am. Oh, I, I, I got a nice mattress that I paid for with my own money upstairs. 
And this couch, we got on Facebook Marketplace for $50. What am I doing? You know? Uh, but yeah, dude, the cot after the, the graham crackers and the apple juice, like <laughs> drooling everywhere, that, that did hit different. Because <laughs> you also remember, you were able to bring home that one. You were also, also to have that blanket from the crib. So that, that only just definitely brought it to you. Hey, hold up. First of all, pull Roy is back up. Listen, I'm sorry for all you East Coasters out there, right? That you know you you had you had it that way. We couldn't sleep on the floor due to earthquakes, right? So that's why we had the cots. Thank you. You dig? You get through with all of that. That's the reason why. It ain't no Beverly Hills. That's that's definitely Pacoima. Uh, semi, semi Valley all the way through to uh, to Inglewood. You can look it up. I ain't never even thought about that shit, man. With earthquakes, yo, you would get fucked up yeah. if you were sleeping on the floor. <laughs> During the earthquake. Shit. I don't want that alarm clock. That's you know tough, what I mean? Cram boxes falling all over your shit. Just... <laughs> uh, I remember oh, I... she tried to stun on us with the Montgomery County Public Schools, right? <laughs> Roya trying to stun on us. <laughs> I remember uh preschool we had we had cots. Um I really can't remember a nap from preschool. I know some of the best sleep I, I normally get is in the car. Like <laughs> it's like I don't know, some whether if I'm driving on the passenger seat, that's the some of the best <laughs> some of the best sleep you get is you get behind the wheel, get in the car and just yeah, that's facts. It's just <laughs> <laughs> not, not driving though, bro. Are you for uh, real? look, it, it hits the, the road, do something to you. But um, you also you'd be on the road early, like you would you would be doing that, like getting on the road at like four thirty five for whatever job it was you were doing at the time, yeah. and you know that that does hit a little bit different when you're actually not on a full night's sleep. That's a little bit different, right? Um, but yeah, nap isn't necessarily. A nap can't be taken in your bed because that's I mean, that's different. It doesn't feel right. But I think on an old beat up couch, I think that's probably where the, the best nap come. I, I remember being Bob younger. Said anesthesia. <laughs> I remember being able to sleep on the floor as a kid. Right now, if I slept on the floor, you I'm gonna you're gonna need to call nine one one to get me up off the floor because that it hit a lot different as as an adult. It's actually funny when we talk about the floor because. Um, as a as a dude, like it, it almost like things kind of went cyclical where as a kid could sleep on the floor, you know, they put the little like if it's not a cot, they put like the like the little gym mat thing down, which, which has some padding on it. And, and, you know, you're sleeping on that. And then you get to college and it's almost like, yeah, well, you know, we're, we're at the homie. We're, like you're visiting the homies. They're in the dorms. They don't got enough beds for everybody. So it's like, yep, I'm, you know, I'm just sleeping on the floor. Like it, it is what it is. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm cool with it or whatever. But it's funny because the 18, 19, younger 20s body deals with that. Like Kaleo, like you're talking about, it deals with sleeping on the floor differently than this 30 year old body. You know what I mean? Like, it feel like I just went through like a full week's worth of, of workouts Depending, like all stiff, and it's like, yeah, yeah. I can only lay I on the floor to... for like maybe a five to seven minute stretch, and that's just to flatten, to straighten my back out. 
<laughs> legs propped up on the couch, back flat on the floor. I could, that's the only time I could do the floor. Yeah. Uh, Quintuple comment. Absolutely. That last mile you drove, sleep wide awake. That drive where you just end up where you where you supposed to be at, I have no <laughs> idea how you got there. Jesus, take the wheel, man. I'm trying to tell you. Too old to be doing that shit now. That's true. All right. Go. So this week on the Copper Drop, we are talking about the Nike Overbreak collab that they're doing with Undercover. Um, Undercover, to, to me personally, is a super dope brand. And I got a couple of different pairs that they've done collabs on with different brands. Um, they And they've collabed with Nike over the years for a bunch of other stuff. Um, but reason why I wanted to bring these up is because one the sale colorway for whatever reason over the last i don't know two years or so i feel like is made um somewhat of emergence out there um and we know that most of us are fans of the react cushion in general and these overbreaks have a lot of them um so these are probably super cozy um and these kind of go along for people that are familiar with the undercover brand like most brands they have you know these launches for whatever that season's um like <laughs> whatever their fashion is or whatever whatever they're dropping um so like these are dropped they're uh they're coming out next week uh on the 11th um and they're going to be 160 bucks um e, i i'm interested but it's not a must cop for me but i'm definitely just because of how much react is on there i'm bare like the overbreaks just look crazy. And I think that the, the name kind of signifies it, but they got like a, a rose that's like stitched on there. And to me, some of those details are dope. Like having just some of that is something that I look for when I'm looking at a collab. Um, that kind of stuff stands out to me. Are the gray and red pair actually releasing? Did you see those as well? They're the only ones I know that are dropping next week is these ones. And then it's like the, the black, black and white. Yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. great, there's a gray and red pair that's crazy. That there's a, it's a, that's a cop shoe for me. I like the even the sale joints, but I really want that gray pair. I saw like the the brownish ones, like the camel colored with the red uh, swoosh. Those are actually fine. I I like that color more than the sale. But like you said, sale has been on a whole new level. Uh, it, it's actually made wearing a white shoe pretty cool because it's not really white and it's and it's not really like a tan. It's just but yeah, sale is cool, and I've got a bunch of sale laces uh, that I'm rocking some kicks now. Just because it's just it's just a different look and different like ambiance to add to a shoe now. But uh, right. these, uh, not, I wouldn't cop this model, but again, I, I'd, I'd cop that that camel colorway. Now I'm a cop these, definitely a cop. Uh, this is just clean at the end of the day. 
He don't know about the cozy. Yeah. The cozy boy certified. He don't know about the cozy, cozy boy. boy certified. Price. What'd you say? Uh, you said it was one sixty. Yeah. 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 So okay. like a little bit more than some of the other React models that are out there, but you know. Like I love React, man. They even put React. I think they put in React in ones soon yeah. too. Uh, some of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a different tier. So the ones actually introduced those. So we got the mid tier ones that everybody they just shit on the whole time. But then there's like the new ones that have like the um, like the tongue is different. It's got the foam, like the it's supposed to be the comfort joints. That the comfort ones, right? And they actually, you know, they got some dope colorways for those. I have a pair and of the uh, the Bayou Boy ones, the ones that they did for Zion. And they're and they're still mids. I mean, they're just, they're just hot. Um, I'll go first. Um, you stunting on us? Uh, old pair, but new, something like that, right? Uh. So These I'm the ones you're talking the, about? Yeah. These uh, Adidas uh, Dimension Low with the, the torsion in them. There's a story There's behind a story. these. <laughs> yeah. So I was watching, um, and you look, A's right there. See the A's right there. Three stripes in the A. Um, and this is, this is a good sneakerhead story, like, you know, the hunt. I was watching um, the Pretty Little Fears video, right? Everybody know that's black and, and Cole. And in the video, Cole was wearing a pair of shoes that I had. I was like, what are those? I, had, I mean, they're dope. They're, um, so I hit CB. I was like, CB, what are these? We got to find what these are. And literally within a matter of like five minutes of searching, we found out what shoe it was. And I was on eBay trying to find out who had a pair of my size. Uh, I couldn't find. He had the white colorway, but then they didn't have the white colorway in my size, and they end up with these. And I'm like, actually, this color is dope because it got the dumb bottom, and then the colors are, you know, me. I'm, I like colors, so. But uh, yeah, that's that. Who's up next? I'll go. There you go. Uh, and uh, probably told him before, but you know, we doing this based upon uh, where we at. Uh, 20 years ago, these shoes were dropped. And if you know what happened 20 years ago, then you already know what I'm about to pull up. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be a part of a special drop, if you will, uh, when these came out. <laughs> so just for just for the anniversary love. And again, like I said, I've definitely probably showed them before. But again, 20 years ago, these dropped. And again, we just talked about the 11s and how we made them what they were. And when they came out with the different colorways, it is, is what it is. And um, still icy pops, ain't worn them since. <laughs> Not even Ooh. in that. Still Ooh. icy. Look at that. No marks whatsoever. That patent leather still looks pristine. It is very. So they hey, no creases in them joints. None. Twenty years ago today, they said he dropped these. So uh, uh, when you again, we talk about. The nostalgia, the stories, what we saw when he put him on his feet. This is when, you know, rocking the Wizards jersey. But I'm saying, yeah, that Wizards jersey, man. There's some dope colorways out of, out of those Wizards here, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have anything. Okay. <sighs> All right. Um, 
E, so me and you had talked about potentially not getting stuff shipped in on the expected date. And then DHL surprised me and I was delivered something on the expected date. Um, so these, these dropped in uh, China. And I don't even know. I don't remember if they've done the domestic drop yet. But this was a must-have for me this year. Um, this was me spending a pretty silly amount of dough, but it's because I'm using some fantasy football winnings. So these shoes will be forever tied to me winning some fantasy football championships. But these are the re-release of uh, Air Max One Clot Kiss of Deaths, which these released back in 2006, the original one. So you can still, the originals go for like two grand on StockX right now. And the only thing is like for a shoe that's that old, you don't know if they're like, they're still going to keep up. But like y'all know, y'all know, I pulled out the Clot 14s the other, the other week. Um, so the color scheme is pretty similar. But these were, you know, being an Air Max One fan, this has been a shoe just in general for years that I've been looking at. Yeah. And um, they did come with extra laces, which I will be swapping over to the red laces uh, because that's just how I rock. Um, and not everyone's into like the clear uh, aesthetic, that's but that's one of the things that I, I, I am into. And so these are going to be, th this is a grail, but I am going to be rocking these. Like, people Can you show the bottom again? It's got like a footprint on there. And it's yeah. cool because it's like, um, even on, does this come out? I don't even want to mess with it. But like on the insole, like just some of the details are crazy. And like, if you can see, it's kind of like, uh, you got like the snake skin effect to it. And what's yeah. cool about the red laces is they're like wax compared to the standard um, like tan laces that come on there that are um, just regular laces. But these were, once I saw that they were re-releasing them, I was like, as soon as they're available on StockX, I'm going to buy them. Because obviously we know people are getting pairs early and they're selling them. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't even matter what the price is really. I was like, I'm copping these. So um, it's one of those things where I actually cop to. So yeah, yeah, that's, uh, this is, this is one of those. Oh, this will be in the running. This will be in my running for sneaker of the year already. It's about to say like I, 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 CB got. I mean, you got to all five. You got sneakers of the year so far. I mean, like I can imagine, like when it comes down to the end of the year, you're gonna have some trouble picking out. Um, I told you I got a an alert today. I forgot I put a bid in on these joints, but I got an alert today that I got something else coming in that they haven't. They haven't done the domestic drop yet either. So I was like, all right, well, burning through these fantasy football winnings, but that's what it's there for, right? Here we go. Like, I want CB to pick my fantasy team next year. This guy's like, he stays on the on the win. Bro, I'm not even kidding. Team. I literally, um, not to toot to my own horn when it comes to this particular <laughs> form of gambling, but um, uh, earlier in the fall, I was having some car issues, so I wasn't able to make it out to a soft, one of the softball games that I was supposed to be playing in. And one of my homies on the team had a fantasy draft that night. So he was like, yo, if you're if you can't come to the game, can you draft my team for me? I was like, yeah, that's easy. Um, he ended up winning his championship based off of mostly the players that I drafted for him. So I was like, yo, I just people need to know that I'm pretty good at this thing. 
And you know, the, these shoes will forever be tied to one specific fantasy championship that I won this year, like forever. Like that's what I'm going to be able to look at them and say, yeah, that, that I got these because of that. Right. Shout out to Lamar Jackson. That's my dude. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to thank everybody um, for watching, for tuning in. Uh, let's get to the last one. <laughs> I gotta, the, the, the host needs to tell the story out that. that we, we, we getting there. Look, I, I got something for that. We, we getting there. Um, but yeah, one thing, everybody, for watching. Um, wear your masks. Um, by the way, coming to America is out. If you just didn't hear that announcement, it's out. Uh, I got, I hope, I don't even know how long it is, but I know as soon as I get off this, I'm hitting, click on the Amazon Prime and, and we're off. Um, me and CB still got an announcement to make. Uh, we've been we've been promoting this announcement. Um, I think our tra our travel agent is on the is on the uh, maybe in the chat too. Our booking agent. Right. I think, I think, I think they're checking on our uh, our passports to see if we've been vaccinated or not. Exactly. But uh, eventually, you know, we got we got an announcement to make, and it's going to be pretty dope. But other than that, y'all, um, we'll see y'all next week. We are uh, something else. Deuces. Peace. Peace.